The past week or so have brought an unwelcome reminder that anti-Black racism is alive and well in 21st century America. With the new details surrounding Tyree Nichols' death in Memphis and the absurd rulings about Black history in Florida classrooms, the assault on Black and Brown bodies, minds, experiences, and truth is real. At Joyous Justice, we believe addressing this assault is a Jewish issue. Thankfully, we are not alone, as evidenced by the current piece in the foreword entitled, As Jews, We Need to Speak Out Against DeSantis's Efforts to Erase Black History. At the same time, we are very aware that there are Jews and non-Jews who disagree with us on this point. And so, with all of this as backdrop, we present in reprise, episode 44, Racial Justice is a Jewish Issue. Listening to the Joyous Justice Podcast, a weekly show hosted by April Baskin with Tracy Guy Decker. In a complex world in which systemic oppression conditions us to deny others and our own humanity, let's dedicate ourselves to the pursuit and embodiment of wholeness, love, and thriving in the world and in our own lives. It's time to heal and flourish our way to a more joyously just future. Someone with whom we work, Tracy, recently posed a question that you had the great idea it would be good for us to discuss. And the question is, we have some key members in our community. It might be board members. It might be uh, key leaders on our staff team, um, just other VIPs and uh, key stakeholders in our orbit who are having a hard time. They understand that racial justice is important in the world secularly, but they're not really seeing how it's relevant in the context of the Jewish community or how or if it's a Jewish issue. Right. right. And so, yeah, right. And so I thought, um, or I didn't think you thought, <laughs> and I agree that it would be great for us to do a podcast for some of those folks, uh, for us to articulate some of our thoughts about this, about why racial justice is a Jewish issue, um, why it's important for Jewish organizations um, to commit to racial justice through a Jewish lens and why that is uh, profoundly and clearly Jewish. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just, I, I suggested it because it feels like, it just feels like it comes up a lot. And um, I personally have answered the question many times and I I was sort of felt like we, we'd answered it. Like we, the collective, we, not you and me, but we, those of us in the Jewish community who care about racial justice, but it keeps coming up. So let's answer it again. This question needs to be answered for organizations and for individuals. Like, yeah, it's not just, it's not just leaders of organizations that need to get clear about this. Um, you know, I had a recent experience where um, there was an argument in my Jewish community about whether and how long we should keep our Black Lives Matter sign up. And, you know, there, there are those individual Jews who are just Jews in the pews who are like, why is this a Jewish issue? And, um, you know, I, 
to me, it seems pretty clear. I feel like the question has been answered, but obviously it hasn't been answered for enough folks um, because it keeps, it keeps coming up. It, it, the question keeps getting asked in slightly different ways with slightly different valences. You know, in our um, work together, we had someone say, well, how do I convince my board that this is a Jewish issue? Um, and, in, you know, in my sort of private life, it was like, I was, I was trying to convince fellow congregants that it was a Jewish issue. So it, it, it happens in lots of different spheres with different specifics around it. But it is a question that, unfortunately, in my view, <laughs> um, in my view, it is unfortunate that we have to keep having, uh, keep answering it. But also, that's why we have this podcast so that we can, we have a platform on which to answer so that those who are genuinely asking can get an answer and those who need to give the answer can have our ideas articulated. But I think one thing that's coming up, it's quietly coming up in my mind that spiritually I'm wanting to share that I feel like my spirit is kind of nudging me to share is I'm interested in folks asking, answering, why isn't it a Jewish issue? Like there's so many reasons for why it's a Jewish issue. I don't understand why it's not. Right, right. Because the answer is that in the person who's asking black their people? mind, right, because in the person who's asking the question, in their mind, Jews are white. That's the only, to me, that's the only the thing essential, that I Right, right, right. And, and we know, so, so to get into some of the reasons why it is a Jewish issue, uh, you know, is it for a number of reasons. And in the spirit of something uh, Rabbi, Rabbi Leora Kay once said to me, I will honor her words and not start with, I'll start in a particular order and say that racial justice issue, racial justice is a Jewish issue because as Jews, we believe in the value of B'Tselem Elohim, that we were all made in the image of the divine. And racism is inherently dehumanizing and treats people as subhuman in a systemic, interpersonal, ideological like at every level of that, of, of the scale, um, most notably systemically and ideologically treats people of color as less than, right? So that inherently is in violation of this value that we are all created by the image of the divine. Uh, treat your neighbor as yourself. Many people of color are not being treated as Jews, as many Jews are being treated in this country in terms of having access to a variety of governmental supports, access to home loans, access to bank loans, access to equitable health care. That is not something that most people of color have access to. Um, not to mention that we ourselves are a multiracial people. But I love that, as Rabbi Leora Kay once said to me, and I was like, I totally agree with you. Um, <laughs> um, that shouldn't be the primary reason why. Even if in fact, which we aren't, we were all not people of color, which is very much not the case, it would still be an important issue for Jews to be thoughtful about. Here's another reason. If we as Jews are in any society, right? Because I still can see some people thinking like, well, but then isn't everything an issue? Well, in some ways, potentially, but yeah. if we are party to oppression, which as citizens of a society, 
with a variety of systems that are built historically and in the current time depend on the exploitation of people as Jews in the spirit of many Jewish values and a number of Jewish laws, we should work to ensure that our living and our lives live in, move us and our society in the direction of justice and are not complicit in the harming, in the systemic harming of people uh, based upon their identity and or appearance. Not to mention there are, as I started to say, lots of people of color who are Jews. We are a global people. We started in North Africa and West Asia and have lived and do live all over the globe, as is often cited uh, at times in lackluster ways, but it still is true. In Israel-Palestine, more than 50% of folks there are not of solely European heritage. They are people of the global majority from West Asia and East Africa. So we are an incredibly diverse people. And in the United States, that diversity is increasing. So this is also important for Jewish communal leaders to understand. Not only is this important now, but this is only going to increase in importance as Jews continue to transracially and transnationally adopt, continue to have interracial marriages as a number of people of color, or also I like to use the phrase people of the global majority, which is a great contradiction to uh, the word minority, which is really not, um, is an outdated phrase. It's not uh, the worst word to use, but it also often isn't the most accurate um, nor mindful word to use. So better words to use are people of color or people of the global majority. Um, because minority also just inherently in the phrasing connotes less power and contributes to oppressive patterns that affect people of color. So because of, and also the fact that a range of different people, particularly of Latinx, but not exclusively descent, uh, are also doing DNA tests and learning that they have Jewish heritage, that they are descendants of conversos and people who survived the Spanish Inquisition and now are a part of multiracial, any, any range of racially identified, as we know, um, Latinx and Latino and Latina folks uh, can have a range of different racial uh, identities. Uh, so that is dramatically increasing with time. And our we as a people are becoming more diverse. So it is incumbent on us as a community, ethically, spiritually, and pragmatically for us to not only prioritize racial justice, but specifically within Jewish institutions, work on strengthening, here's a curveball, but it's really important. And we work with this with a number of our clients, specifically our organizational clients, working on building our intercultural competence. 
our ability as Jewish leaders and as Jewish institutions and organizations and communities to work effectively across lines of difference. So not only do we need to work on advancing racial justice, but also increasing our capacity to work effectively and bridge the differences that do exist because they do exist. Inherently, yes, as humans, we might even say that 80% or 70%, if we want to be bold, of our shared human experience is mostly shared. But that other 20 to 30% and arguably much higher makes a world of difference on our lifespans, on how we live, and all those indices of difference around gender, race, class, all those things create differences. And as, a, as Jewish organizations, we need to get better at bridging those. Uh, again, for all of the spiritual and ethical reasons, and also at the end of the day, because it's in your self-interest. Mm-hmm. Because the data consistently shows that monocultural organizations do outperform diverse organizations or groups that lack intercultural competence, but the organizations and teams that outperform everyone are diverse teams that work effectively across lines of difference. And so if our organizations want to have a chance of surviving, and we know continuity and uh, survival of our legacy and contemporary institutions is a concern for a number of us, it's important that developing our intercultural competence and prioritizing liberation around racial justice, um, as well as other forms of um, liberation that are very important to our people, like around LGBTQ identity and justice, um, are important for us, as well as disability justice, um, are all incredibly important for us to prioritize. Um, and it's deeply Jewish to do so. Um, and we have to. I just want to point out that you started by saying like we shouldn't even, even if we were all one racial makeup, the Jewish people, then we would still need to care. I just, we're not. Um, and so I think the- you At know, all. At all. And we and haven't so, been. And, and so the, like individuals, institutions, you wouldn't question putting a sign up that said Jewish lives matter. The truth is Black Lives Matter does say- Jewish lives matter because there are black Jews. And, and it's as simple as that in my, in my opinion. And, and yes, the other things that you said are also true, but if you need it to be closer to home, if you need an in-group to help, you know, an in-group association to help fully embrace it, it's there. And, um, you know, when I, when I think about like how, my white Jewish, um, you know, fellow congregants and and just community members would respond if Jews, if white Jews, were being brutalized the way that Black Americans are by agents of the state. How we would respond? That's how we should respond to Black folks being brutalized because it, that we don't that we don't know that that person is not Jewish. And sometimes they are, and, and they have they been. Exactly. And so the, this sense of like, it's not a Jewish issue because 
they're outgrouped. It's factually because- inaccurate. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it this- actually is like not, not <laughs> subjectively, objectively. It is a Jewish issue because for one, racism and specifically white supremacy, anti-Semitism is an outgrowth of racism, of white supremacy, yes. right? And it interlocks and interplays with racism and Jews uh, are impacted by racism as well. Not in this uh, white Jews specifically, what I'm saying here, right? We're all, so all Jews actually are in fact impacted by racism and all the more so profoundly impacted are Jews of color or Jews of the global majority are deeply affected by that. And demographers continue to debate this. My personal stance is a number of demographers have outdated data that uh, researchers out of Stanford and not exclusively Stanford have stated are have some key limitations that um, undermine uh, the legitimacy of that data, right? But so we're looking at at least 11 to 20% of our community right now, and that doesn't even include young people, and there's far more Jews of color, there's a far higher percentage of Jews of color among young people, are people of color. Right. So racism hurts everyone in America, Right. Um, including all white Jews. And obviously it most directly harms and kills and targets for destruction, people of color. So, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we're we're only 2%, less than 2% of the American population and Jews are um, writ large. And, and we're saying somewhere between 10 and 20% of Jews are, um, of color. And so <laughs> that like the numbers argument just doesn't work. It just doesn't like when people argue, say that, that I don't it's see not, that, it's not a real, right. like even if the, the demography, like if we as Jews expect to be taken seriously and have our needs met as 2%, <laughs> then like, we can't then turn around and say, well, they're only those black Jews, those Jews of color are only X percent, like, no. Mm-mm. Right. And also, as I spoke about in my thesis too, last I, or w- when I wrote my thesis, it might be different now, but the demographics were such that, that the number of Asian Americans um, in the United States was around 7%. And, you know, I said, similarly, like no one would say that Asian Americans, or I would hope no one would say that it's an anomaly or that Asian Americans don't exist. Or don't count. For or, some- yeah, or don't matter, right? Or don't count as has been said about Jews of color inappropriately at times. Um, yeah. We well, do count just as the 2% of Jews in America counts and are sacred. Um, and and are clearly a part of like one of the things that in my museum career at the Jewish, at, in Jewish museums, one of the things that we say is that Jewish American history is American history. It, it just is. It's the you, you right. know, it's part of American history. And in the same way that we are adamant about that, about our broader American culture, so too Jews of color, Jews of the global majority about Jewish. Our history and our identity is being a part of yeah. Jewish yeah. history, identity, and contemporary priorities and concerns. Um, so I think, you know, I'll end with this final thought, which is that Um, as I've often say, one of my core talking points that I say when I speak publicly 
is that this is the core shift that I want Jews to go through is shift from this being a matter of white Jews helping people of color to this being an us issue. Yeah. For us to really fully embrace that every single one of us, whatever our, our identity is, we are members of a multiracial people. We are part of a multiracial people. And if the Jewish people is a multiracial people, which it very much is in the United States and also in many places abroad, therefore, it's hard for me to understand why racial justice would not be a Jewish issue for a multiracial Jewish people. Thanks for tuning in. To learn more about Joyous Justice LLC, our team, and how you can get involved with our community, check out the info in our show notes or find us at joyousjustice.com. If you enjoyed this episode, show us some love. Subscribe wherever you're listening. Tell your people. Share what you're learning and how your leadership is evolving. Stay humble. But not too humble. And keep going. Because the future is ours to co-create. Thank you.